Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the Golden State Warriors and their upcoming matchups over the next week from a betting perspective. Before we actually do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field once again. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more props, odds, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football-related. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben Maria podcast. Before we went on break, we previewed what we are going to do for this week's show. We're going to be transitioning over to basketball. Football was a lot of fun. Niners gave it a good run. They made the conference title game. Then everyone got hurt, and now we finish the recap of that game. It's time to officially move on to basketball. So we're going to talk about the Warriors, and before we actually get into any of the upcoming games, do want to at least recap their season up to this point. So far, pretty disappointing. Really no other way around it. When you are the defending champions, you assume that you're going to be able to at least compete for a one seed in the conference or bare minimum top four seeds in the conference. And Golden State right now is in the play-in. They are the nine seed, half a game behind Minnesota. They are 28 and 27. I, there's a decent chance they missed the playoffs, to be honest with you, because Curry's now out for about a month, and we'll see how they can live without him. Uh, looking at the games since he got hurt, they were able to beat Oklahoma City by 27, and they lost last night in a heartbreaker to Portland as they lost that game by three. Lillard had, I believe, his second career triple-double, and Golden State fell short despite Jordan Poole dropping a casual 38 points. But Golden State, I'm trying to really think of how to break down this team because they weren't even that great when Curry was healthy, and Curry was having a very good year. Uh, but you're looking at the overall team. Defensively, they're not great, and that's really what's torched them all year long. People thought that Poole was going to be a more consistent, but I don't want to say superstar, but a consistent head of a big three, I guess you can call it, but Poole has really not been that consistent, and that's been a serious problem, plus he's been a bit turnover prone, as Jordan Poole is averaging a team-high 3.4 turnovers per game, despite playing four less minutes than Curry. But to go through the actual numbers for this team, Curry has been great, averaging 29.4 points per game. Clay Thompson, 21.3. He's been quite streaky, but he's been very good lately, and they're going to need him to be good with Curry being out. Jordan Poole, I mentioned before, has been, I'd say, good, but volatile, which has been a concern. Wiggins has been banged up. He's missed a bunch of games. Uh, Wiggins has only played in 34, but he's averaging 16.9 points per game. The rebounding's not great, though, at 4.8. We know how good Wiggins was on the glass in the playoffs, and that was a big reason why he was able to get himself into NBA Finals contention. It wasn't serious contention because Curry was obviously going to win, but Wiggins was definitely the second most valuable player on the team last year because of his rebounding and his defense, and Wiggins has been a bit underwhelming this season. 
Besides that, pretty much it. Draymond's averaging 8.1 points per game, uh, 7.5 rebounds per game, and 6.8 assists per game. He's been fine. We know offensively Draymond's more of a facilitator and doesn't exactly have any scoring prowess, and that's been the case this year. But Golden State as a whole, just not a great team. They're mediocre. That's why they're 28-27. and And now the Western Conference exploded overnight as you ended up seeing Phoenix get Kevin Durant. You also saw the Lakers end up trading for Malik Beasley, Vanderbilt, and D'Angelo Russell. And I bring those teams up because besides competing for a title and how the Warriors had championship or bust aspirations, and now they have two of their main rivals in the division drastically bolstering the rosters, they're in the same division. That's why I brought it up. Now, Sacramento's in first place. Phoenix is in second place. Clippers are tied for second, but technically in third based on winning percentage. The Warriors are in fourth, and the Lakers are three games behind the Warriors. But the point is, Golden State has a increasingly dangerous chance of finishing in last place in this division. I still think they'll finish ahead of the Lakers. I know the Lakers made the big moves for supporting cast but I still have question marks about LeBron and AD's health, Uh, but they did get rid of Westbrook. So I guess they improved uh, by that fact alone. But the point is the Warriors might miss the playoffs. And I'm sure a lot of you know, since I've been doing the show for, I forgot what it is, three years now, two and a half. It's been a long time. I've been doing the show for a while. I think it's three years. I've always been realistic and I try not to just blindly praise local teams because of the fact that I'm supposed to root for them and I'm supposed to definitely be generous and try to build up hype for these teams that you root for. That's not who I am. I'm the guy who's going to be honest. I'm going to give it to you straight. If a team I think is good, I'm going to praise them for it. If a team I think is bad, I'm going to roast them for it. Golden State has been drastically disappointing, and I do think that they are not going to have a good second half of the year, especially with Curry being out. Now, to look at the actual schedule, that they have coming up. They have a matchup against the Lakers at home, the new look Lakers, and that will be taking place on the 11th. That will be a nationally televised game. So based on usual format, by the way, if you don't remember, I'm going to go through the games leading up to next Thursday, not including. So Thursday to next Wednesday, and I'll go through all the games there and give my thoughts on the spread and total. Unfortunately, though, Since the Warriors do not have another game until Saturday, that means you are looking at a spot where we don't have any lines on anything. We're going to try to deal with it, and we're going to move forward. So starting off with the Lakers game at home, I will take the Lakers in this game. We know LeBron has taken matchups against the Warriors quite personally ever since their battles in the NBA Finals, and LeBron historically has kind of torched the Warriors The Warriors have won a lot of games because they had a great supporting cast. We know LeBron is not afraid of putting together 40 pieces or beyond or more against the Warriors. But you're looking at the overall Golden State team. They have been good offensively. Defensively, they suck. I love the over in this game. I think you'll see a bunch of points. Maybe a game that gets even into the 250s. But I will take the Lakers. They should be getting points on the road. Probably a short number if I had to guess maybe two or three. But I'll take the Lakers, I think, with the supporting cast, with Beasley and Vanderbilt. They should look a little bit better defensively, and they still have LeBron and AD together, and I don't think the Warriors can can guard either of those guys. So I'll take the Lakers, and I will take the over. I see a bunch of points in that game. And if Golden State's going to win, they need Poole and Clay to go nuts. 
I think the Lakers can keep one of them maybe in check, and I think they'll be able to get the job done. So give me the Lakers in the money line and give me the over in the Saturday game. And then moving over to Monday's game, you have a home game against the Wizards, and the Warriors will be favored in this game. If I had to guess, probably five and a half, uh, maybe a little bit less, maybe four and a half, because Washington's been playing better basketball lately. Uh, Porzingis has been very good. I believe he had 36 points last game. Beal has been fine. He's been more efficient, but he hasn't exactly had many breakout games. I know he had a breakout game a couple games ago, but for the most part, he's been relatively quiet. But I'm going to go with Golden State in the spot. I still don't trust Washington. They're a team that I'm still not fully sold on with their consistency. And I think that traveling to Golden State historically has not been a good spot for Washington. I think Golden State will be able to bounce back following that loss to the Lakers on Saturday. And I think they'll get the job done. I think it'll be close. I think this game will be a battle. But I think the war I think the Warriors will be able to open up a decent lead in maybe the fourth quarter where Washington's had some problems closing games. And I do think that Golden State will be able to cover this number and will be able to get the job done. For the total, I think I'm gonna lean to the under. I just think that Golden State defensively will be able to put together a better effort than they did against the Lakers. Porzingis is gonna be a matchup problem. But he's also still a finesse big man, takes a lot of jump shots, not really willing to bang down low. I think you'll end up seeing the Warriors do a good job on the glass. Maybe Looney plays some minutes and gets a good, uh, just a dominant performance on the glass by him. But I'm going to go with the Warriors here, and I'll lean to the under. And the last game, you have a Tuesday game. So it's a back-to-back, second out of a back-to-back, traveling to uh, the Crypto.com Arena, taking on... The Clippers, the Clippers will be favored in this game. Definitely no doubt about it. The Clippers are a team that have been hyped up all year long, and they're really not very good. Uh, They are 31 and 27. They lost last night at home to the Mavericks in Kyrie's debut. Scored 104 points. They were not very good at all in that game. I don't think the Clippers are a good basketball team, so just keep that in mind. But either way, the point is the Warriors are still 7 and 21 on the road straight up. Now, they are in the same state, so you can argue that the home crowd won't be just 85% Clippers. You'll probably get a decent showing of Warriors fans. But with Curry out of the lineup, probably less Warriors fans than usual in these matchups. Warriors won the first game back in November. They won the game by 17. I think the Clippers will be laying a decent number here. I just think this number will be too high. They really have not looked good. You're looking at the Clippers, and I said they lost to Kyrie and the Mavericks at home. They had a hard time against the Nets, and the Nets were missing half their team. Uh, Kyrie didn't play, Durant didn't play, and Cam Thomas still dropped 40 and change. Clippers came back and won the game. They beat the Knicks. They choked away a massive lead. Batum saved them with that buzzer beater three to send it to overtime. Then they won in overtime, and they lost to the Bucks the game before that by scoring no points in roughly the final four minutes. So I don't trust the Clippers late in games. I don't think they're a very good basketball team, and I think they're going to be a bit overvalued here. With Kawhi and Paul George playing, I think this line will be close to maybe seven and a half. And I think that's going to be way too large. Give me the Warriors in a sneaky underdog role here. And they got a good shot to actually win the game. Give me Golden State money line and give me the under in this. Actually, uh, the under or the over in this game. I think I'm going to lean to the under. I just think this total is going to be somewhere in the 230s. And I think it'll be a little bit high. So give me the Warriors and the under in this game. So once again, the three overall games for next week, quickly going through the side and total once again. 
I'm going to take the Lakers money line and the over in the Saturday game. I'm going to take the Warriors and the under in that Wizards game. And I'll take the uh, Warriors and the under in that uh, Clippers game on Tuesday. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Bed and Maria podcast. We'll be back once again next week to go through the Warriors once again. A lot of basketball for the second half of the season, so get excited there because that's what we're going to cover on this show. And until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.